Today we have Deanna Watson and Jamie Teller talk a little bit about Cap Council and the PRO Act. Deanna, we haven't interviewed you yet. Tell us a little bit about yourself, um, how long you've been at the plant, where you work. I started as a temp in the body shop in 2011. Wait a minute. Hold on. You said in the body shop as a temp? uh Uh-huh. Third shift. So. Dang. Yeah. Um, so I was a temp for about a year. I was lucky. I kind of hit that time when they hired. Um, so I am a November, 2012 hire. Um, and after I was hired permanent, I moved to, um, final line on second shift. And, um, I worked in final line second shift for several years. That's um, where I met you. Yeah. I worked next to you for a long time while I was at temp. I didn't get put in body shop. I was on final line. <laughs> and then, um, I went to day shift on still on final line. Um, and now I work, um, in trim five on day shift. Oh, did you go to trim? Do you yeah. like it? It's much cleaner than where I was before oh. in final zero. I bet yeah. it. I bet it is. <laughs> so no, I've got I have good people in my area and everything. So it's it's good. It's different, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Kind of feel like I'm off by myself. You don't see as many people as you do when you're in chassis final. That yeah. actually makes a difference. I feel yeah. when you're working. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter really what the work is. If if I can look around and I don't see hundred eyes on me, I feel a lot more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why I'm in my big old footprint. Yeah, put me in a corner too. somewhere in the plant. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was your, uh, we asked this in classes, the union aha moment. Like what made you want to get involved or was there a person that re- reached out to you that said you should get involved? So what, I guess what was that? Um, It was kind of a combination. I grew up in a union household. My dad um, just retired in 2019 after we came back from strike with um, over 38 years. Um, He worked here at the plant, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He started out in Janesville and he was an 86 person, came down um, to start Fort Wayne assembly. You know, that was always a big part of our life. There was never, like, a big, like, sit-down right. speech. It was just something that always... That's just that how it always, was in yeah, your house. Yeah, from, you know, being laid off and always supporting the union and their decisions during negotiations um, and things like that, just when that would come up um, in our household conversation to pointing out the union made letters on Miller light. Right. And that's why he purchased it, you know, just things like that. My grandparents used to do the same thing with mm-hmm. me. Yeah. yeah so I didn't know what it really yeah. I was going to say, yeah, especially if that's all you've ever known. Yeah. It's just, you, this is just how it's been. So like yeah. for me, I'm not really first generation. My, my aunt married, my uncle and his, he worked at GM. That's how I got to come here. And that was, so for him and him talking to me is how I learned a lot of it. But when I came here, I like had to learn a lot about the made in America labels. I mean, mm-hmm. not made in America, but like where's, where's the union tag? How do you find it? Mm-hmm. And how important it is to actually support union jobs. And I, I, I feel kind of weird that like, probably like you too, you knew that like, it was just, common knowledge and other people didn't know didn't really know that people didn't know that until 
Well, yeah, and, like, when you work, so, you know, that's, you get that experience growing up in a union household, and then you Mm. start your working career as, like, a young person, whether you're um, in college or you you do something else, and, like, your first job starting out, and that's when it hits you that not everybody has those values, and you're like, oh. (laughs) So I definitely, you know, working retail before... You know, coming to GM, working retail and customer service, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's a big culture shock. But um, no, my dad was, after I got hired permanent, um, my dad invited me to come to a union meeting. So he, I don't want to say he took me to my first, but he, you know, he was like, no, we'll we'll go sit through it. We'll go through motions, you know, Mm -hmm. so you can see what it's like, so. It was nice to kind of have that support there because, mm-hmm. you know, you go to your first meeting and there's Robert's Rules of Order and all this right. stuff and, like, you're not Yeah, I had no idea it. what yeah. was going on. My first one. Yeah. I don't think I went to one when I was younger, so I was like, okay. Yeah. It took me a couple of years still to, to really. Yeah, yeah, Robert's Rules of Order, it's like if you don't use it every day, you lose it. Mm. And it it can be really confusing. Right. I say I know Richie doesn't. I mean, he he does. He has good intentions, but if it's your first meeting, he's gonna make you get up there in front of everybody and talk. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did have to do that. Yep. Yeah, yep. I do remember it's like a rite that. Of passage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it actually made me feel more comfortable to come back to my next one. Right. right. So, I mean, I know it seems like, oh, my God. But people will come up and talk to you. Maybe not right away, but maybe at the next one. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it kind of solidified, too. It's nice to have that comfort of that person that Mm -hmm. you know there. So that was something if I invite someone to come to a union meeting, I'm always try to look out for them like when they get there and sit together Mm -hmm. or something, you know, just so we can just so you don't feel like you're just hanging out there by yourself you did that with me you have you were doing refreshments and stuff in the back i usually don't if i bring a a first timer i usually don't make them like point them out you know because they'll be made to stand up and stuff like that and i've asked them before and they're like no my god don't do that (laughs) so yeah i sometimes i'll skip that part but eventually they'll get up and do it on Mm -hmm. their own right right all right so we kind of got into the why. So previously you were a trustee, correct? correct? And now you are, you've been on the cap council for how long? Four years. Four yep. years. Four years. So what do you, um, so this is for both of you, I guess, cause you're both on the cap council, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. So what is, what is the cap council? Well, the cap council, um, serves seven counties, um, Adams, Allen, DeKalb, Huntington, Noble, Wells, Whitley, and also Kosciuszko, and it is all the UAW unions are involved with the council. Within those counties? Within those counties, correct. And we take the task of finding local candidates Mm -hmm. for local positions. Um, We interview the candidates to see if we can endorse them on a local level. That's the Path to Power program, or is this something else? Path to Power is statewide, and that's part of it. Path of Power is for our members, right? Well, I guess it's all... It's for any union members. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you guys, if a candidate is seeking a UAW, or not, is it just UAW? 
Yeah, because our endorsement cat console only does UAW endorsement. Right. So a candidate is seeking a UAW endorsement for their um, campaign. Whether they this isn't path to power necessarily, they can just be Joe Blow, right? I want the UAW endorsement. He's got to go through you guys if he's running in one of these counties that you right. They would they would come to us. Actually, we mail out. what am I thinking? Questionnaires. A questionnaire to everyone. Okay. And we we mail them both to Republican and Democrat. Yep. Unfortunately, maybe we've gotten one back from a Republican in four years. Okay. So we give everybody a fair chance. Okay. And then we go over the questionnaire. And then when that's done, like if it's really good and it's great and everything, we're going to endorse them. But if we have questions, we'll like table it. Mm-hmm. Get a hold of them, ask them why they answered the question the way they did. And okay. a lot of times we use it as a learning moment. Okay. So how many positions are on the CAP Council? You have your... Or how many members do you guys have? Do you know? Well, our CAP Council represents, like we said, all of the UAW locals. And that does include any of the defunct locals that oh, have okay. gone or retired chapters. So okay. we represent all of the UAW locals in those counties. Wow. So... But as far as positions, we have like the top four, the chair, vice chair, financial secretary, recording secretary. And then we have three trustees as well, just like locals do. And then we have two at-large positions that can be appointed um, by their locals. So we have one member from UAW Local 3055 in Columbia City. They're the Lear plant that makes our seats. Okay. And then an at-large position is filled by um, a member of one of our smaller units here at 2209. Okay. Um, so what positions do you guys hold on the council? I'm the vice chair. And I'm the financial secretary. How long have you guys held those positions? We're just in the beginning of our second term, so about four years. Okay, second term, four years. Um, what do you guys, what's your favorite thing about being on the camp council? I actually like getting out in the community. Mm -hmm. Um, we do a lot of fundraisers for different organizations. Do you guys do door knocking campaigns too, whenever to help uh, promote candidates? For UAW endorsed candidates. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Please continue. Uh, You like being involved in the community. Right. We do a lot with um, voter registration and getting out the vote. Um, It's it's really crazy. It gets really intense. And door knocking is part of that. And phone banking, the ever popular phone banking. (laughs) (laughs) Which was huge for COVID. Yeah. So we did a lot of phone calls this year because we couldn't knock doors. And then we're out there in the community um, doing voter registration. We've really changed the way we've done it. Deanna had a great idea for this amazing poster, so we're out there. I mean, we go to different festivals, and you know, people can come and register to vote or ask questions about the UAW. So you guys try to be, anytime there's like a public gathering, I guess, like festivals, fairs, right. stuff like that, you guys try to have a table set up and just mm-hmm. get information out. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when we do those things like that, like EcoFest and things like that, um, mm-hmm. we are there to help anyone register to vote. So right, you're that, not, you don't yeah. ask, right. are you a Democrat? No. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. okay, well, see you later then. No, right. or even so. if you're a union member, it's right. like, it, you know, it, anybody that needs Just help. Just providing yeah. a, a public service, basically. Right. That's yeah. really cool. And I think probably one of the most important things we do is we communicate with our membership about legislation that affects the working people. And it's really difficult because a lot of people are divided right now politically. Mm -hmm. And it's a 
it was a challenge four, five, ten years ago, and yeah. it's even a challenge more so more so now because people are like, "Well, are they a Democrat or a Republican?" Mm-hmm. And we're like, "Wait, wait, we just need to look at this legislation because it's going to affect us as workers, and that's our right. primary concern." And we're also really into our communities and what type of legislation, whether it be local, state, or federal, how is it going to affect our communities? and our jobs mm-hmm. right so that is very very important and we're always looking for new ways to reach out to members yeah i understand the challenges and like you said well, we've talked about it and union classes and stuff they talk about wedge issues and right but yeah it is very difficult those wedge issues don't pay the bills nope our job does our job does that was actually an excellent segue into the our next topic but i wanted to you got appointed i think she did that on purpose i think she did she too. did but it was uh, totally planned i, I, I want to bring up i do want to know about this poster idea real quick yeah, yeah before yeah. we get away Let's from that. that what was that poster idea that you had oh we ordered a poster um just one of those retractable banners for voter <laughs> registration it has our logo on it but it's something that looks a little more professional now okay. so when we do go oh. out in the community people know what we're doing because you know not uaw members know what cap is but mm-hmm. right. members of the community don't necessarily don't. know right. what yeah. cap is right. so this lets them know that we're uaw and that we're there to help register okay, to vote. okay that's so, cool awesome yeah. that's cool I heard that you got a new appointed position for the state cap general board. Is that yes, what it is? State cap general board. Oh, can you ex- describe mm-hmm. that or what is it? Well, I was appointed by uh, Director Blanchard of Region 2B. Yep. I am now part of the general state cap board. And on the state general cap board, I will be more involved with like state endorsements, bigger endorsements and stuff like that, and statewide functions. Okay. And getting information back to our. Um, councils all over and whatnot and working with them okay awesome congratulations thank you this is brand very recent right yeah a couple weeks ago ago. have you got to do anything yet with it not yet not yet we're uh everything's kind of everything's shutting down down and we're deciding when we're going to meet and whatnot and there's a lot with uh paths of power and okay i'm really excited to be involved i'd like to hear more about it if we can in the future Mm -hmm. okay yeah that'd be awesome to to get you back on the see what you learn (laughs) the cap chair amanda meyer (laughs) she's really great at that too yes um also the president of 3055 was also Mm -hmm. he was also appointed to the state general cap board his name is jermaine 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 martin Martin. so congratulations to him too Awesome work. Awesome. Got some representation up in this area now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So Jamie's excellent segue. We're going to be moving into the PRO Act. So what is the PRO Act? It's probably one of the most important pieces of legislation for the labor movement ever. ever. Yeah. Since, uh, really, since the Wagner Great Act, Depression. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. 1935. Yeah. So. so what makes it so important? Well, there's several, several different things. Um, it's going to repeal right-to-work laws. First nationwide. Informal, nationwide. Mm-hmm. And right-to-work sounds glamorous. Sounds like, oh, yay, I have the right to work. Well, right. you have the right to work for less. Right, right. So, um, it strengthens um, bargaining rights. Mm-hmm. It also uh, helps with organizing labor. Okay. Um, We're currently trying to organize um, ground effects here with Local 2209, and organizing is an arduous task at best. Um, Companies spend millions and millions and millions of dollars of keeping unions out instead of just treating their employees better. 
and over 50% of union contracts don't even make it to the table after they organize because the company refuses to come wow. to the table. So they get uh, recognized as a union, mm-hmm. and then the company won't come to the table to bargain. Okay. So it's going to create stiffer penalties okay. for these companies and force them to the table. So, so it's going to require, they have, there's time limits, right? Within this bill, they have X yes. amount of days to yes. show up at the table. Right now, I think it's about a year. Okay. They have a year to come to the table. Okay. And after a year, it just, people don't care anymore, you know? Right. I mean, they just drag their feet. Mm-hmm. And they have, you know, they might get a $7,000 fine or a $10,000 fine or drag it out in court and when you have a company that's making billions of dollars, right, they're like, what, $7,000 fines? Let me just pay that twice. Right. You know, they right. don't care. Right. But they, these laws are going to help a lot. Under the PRO Act, um, bargaining will have to begin within 10 days of a ratification vote, and then um, a contract would need to be, re- or bargaining would need to start within um, 90 days um so that yeah there's a much shorter window that the company can drag their feet before so they actually soon, come to the table so with there's, ground effects if it's if they vote yes mm-hmm. with this legislation if it was implemented now but it's it's currently not we're right. it's still waiting to be passed if it was in effect the ground effects would have 90 days to sit down and start yeah. negotiating okay so you guys are, um, are you are you helping with the organization of Grand Effects, Deanna? Um, I've been out there a couple of the so, uh, informational. I guess tickets, this is for yeah. both of you then. So, how would the Pro Act help our organizational efforts out there? Well, it's not going to help now because right. we don't have that law. Right. But, uh, however, um, also when you're organizing, um, the employees are intimidated. Right. Horribly. Um, they have union busters. They have firms that they hire that average about $300 an hour. Mm-hmm. And to my knowledge, there's at least three union busters in the building at all times, all three shifts. Wow. So do, do it 24 hours. And if there's three of them, that's $900 an hour. And they intimidate the employees, um, but they are real passive aggressive about right. it. Mm-hmm. You know, like we'll do this for you. They make them all these promises. And then, then they start kind of threatening people. And it's like, they told one of the guys, see what you did. You brought the union in here. And it's just that intimidation is illegal. And they do all these things so underhanded. And then you have these people, Hey, they did this and it's against the law. But like, by the time you get it to court, you have to, it's a, he said, she said, you know, you have to have people testify. And, right. and if you do win in court, it could be a year or two down the road and they get a slap on the wrist. Yep. They don't care. And they just have stiffer penalties for this. So and this is, it's going to be a little more fierce with right. um, violating this right. law. The laws will actually be enforced. Okay. Sounds yeah. pretty good to me. Um, did you guys have anything else on the PRO Act that you guys wanted to talk about? Well, it's pretty important because it protects workers from being replaced when they're out on strike or lockouts. Okay. And that... That is very, very important. I mean, we just went on strike two years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things, too, that this accomplishes is it 
um, will help workers in other industries that are kind of left hanging right now. Mm-hmm. Like you think about like Uber, Lyft right. drivers, like they're considered independent contractors. And so they're not covered under um, under any collect. They wouldn't be eligible to be under any collective bargaining contract mm-hmm. because um, they're considered independent. This would, like a self-employee, right? So this so. would expand the definition of employee to help cover those um, employees to allow them to be covered under a collective bargaining agreement. So it's not just independent contractors, though, either, because it, it, the law also prevents an employer from using its employees' immigration status. So if you're if they've hired you and you're working for them, they can't say, "Well, you get." They get these rights because they're citizens, but you don't get that right because you're you're not a citizen. Right. You'd still follow fall right. under any protect mm-hmm. any worker protection that the workers have at that. Correct, because that would just be another form of intimidation that right. people could use, um, that management could use during organizing, or even after organizing, just a clear violation of the workers' rights. Um, you know, they could use that as an intimidation tactic. So um, this would prevent them from using that immigration status. It brings equality across the board. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because we don't just fight for ourselves. We fight for everyone. And this will help everyone. So this actually passed the Senate in March. No, so it actually passed the House House in March. This is Um, why I'm not on the CAP committee. (laughs) Passed the House. It's all good. So it passed the House, yeah, on March 9th, and it is still in committee in the Senate. Obviously, there's a lot going on. There mm-hmm. still is a lot going on. And they're, they will drag their feet the, for good reason. Yeah. The most important thing right now would be to contact your senator, Um to let them know that you are in support and that you would like them to support the PRO Act. We have, you can always um, reach out to someone on the CAP committee or CAP council if you want to know how to do that. There are resources on like Facebook Messenger, ResistBot, things like that, that um, can help you send a quick message. So to if your I wanted senator. to reach out to someone from the CAP, our local CAP committee, other than Deanna Watson here and Jamie Teller, who else could I get a hold of? Let's see. We have Tyler Harris is um, the co-chair of the committee. Okay. Uh, Marinique Sawyer's, she's third shift. Um, D'Amico Stockard, second shift. Okay. Um, John Franco. Third shift. Third shift. You have Amanda Meyer, first shift. First shift. Amy Rod, she's also on first shift. And at 3055, you would have Jason Anderson and Jennifer Stacy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, what else do we have? Man, you guys are all over it. Paul Bramer, he's a retiree from 164. Okay. There's a whole bunch. Um, we have the Greater Allen County Cap Council um, Facebook page. We try to get all that information out, share it on different pages, um, and we encourage everyone put it put it on your personal pages. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times information that doesn't necessarily just pertain to this area. Yes. You know, it might be a federal issue or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And okay. hey, you know, here's a phone number. He's here's an email link, and I can just contact my senator or representative this way and it's really easy to do takes five seconds okay um the if you go to aflcio 
They have a proact.org, aflcio.org. says, take action. You can hit the button. You can sign up. You can also call 1-866-832-1560 to call your U.S. Senator. And those are, I've done it before. It's pretty easy. Once your zip code. Yeah. And then it just connects you. And then it connects you right away. Straight in. Yeah. It's real easy. And it's another one of those things that can be kind of intimidating, but it doesn't, you know, it can just be a sentence or two. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be complicated. And you can just say, you know, I'm a union worker. You know, this is important to me. I think other people need those rights. They need the right to organize. Please support the PRO Act. Mm -hmm. And with, I know it, like she mentioned it being intimidating, contacting your senators and your representatives, just keep in mind that they work for you. They were elected. They want to give you what you want so they can be reelected. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's just sum can it you up, enter right? In, like the cricket sound after. <laughs> I'm like, sure, sure. <laughs> but, but you're right though. Yeah. I mean, they, they I don't do, know if that's they do how work it works. Us, I don't know the difference between House and Senate. I mean, if they get enough support, like enough of their constituents in an area mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. we want this," or we're going to vote you out. Well, what do you think they're going to do? Mm-hmm. Gerrymander the state just a little bit more. Yep. So, and and this is why it's so important to register to vote to know what your representatives that you are voting for want to represent, what they're fighting for. You know, you want to make sure that they already are going to have this PRO Act in the bag for you, even though you should still call. So when you're thinking about our next voting time, pay attention to what your, you know, the people you're voting for. And that's just one thing that I kind of like to put out there. Um, you know, as CAP council members and going through those endorsements, we take that really seriously. And there are a lot of issues, like the wedge issues you brought up earlier. Mm-hmm. We do not. Should we say what that means, wedge issues? So that's like guns. Anything. Gun that rights, abortion. Right. Yeah, anything. anything yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we do not, obviously. The UAW has stances on those things. Mm -hmm. Um, But when we are, especially locally, um, you know, we are truly looking at it from an organized labor standpoint. And we, you know, I don't want, we have values. We have our core values as Mm -hmm. a union. But um, we understand that we have anything out on the streets we have in our local we have you know Mm -hmm. a lot of diversity so we take that into consideration and we try to make the best decision based on labor and working people so we take that seriously Mm -hmm. um nobody has it in the bag no matter what party they're from you know we take a hard look at everyone so when your cap committee or cap council comes out on social media and says, you know, we've endorsed this person. Um, you know, we just want you to know that that the homework has been done. Exactly. Yeah, been, it's, it's not been taken exhausted. lightly. Right. Yeah. Right. Wasn't willy nilly. Exactly. Yep. Okay. This is serious business. Okay. Could be the difference between a job and no job. Right. Chips or no chips. Well, I mean, speaking of chips. It's not really chips. It's snacks. Okay. Good job. So, hey, hey, hey. That was excellent. with the Pro Act, 
You like that? that right was on very top of impressive. it. Hey. I'm sorry. I'm still so, stuck on the segue. So. Continue. But the snacks. So Nabisco is on strike. Yes. It means correct. no snacks for me for a while. No contract. I actually no have a very big pantry, so I'm good for a little bit on all the all the products made here in the United States by Union Shops. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that. Well, quite some time ago, I don't know how many years ago, but um, Nabisco did take a lot of their manufacturing to Mexico. So there was a big boycott on that. Mm-hmm. But all those packages are labeled when you go into the store where it was made. Right. Um, we've shared it on all the websites, like how you can tell if it was made in Mexico or the United States. There's currently four facilities in the United States that are on strike right now. Um, and had we had the PRO Act, it would have brought the company back to the table a whole lot quicker and resolved some of these issues that these people are dealing with. They've been working like ridiculous I mean, hours. Frito-Lay. Like, I mean, Frito-Lay just went back to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, these people are working 12-hour days, 30 days in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's rough. I mean, it is rough. Like, I'm not... Right. But 12-hour days. The Frito-Lay thing was interesting. They had a... They voted down their first tentative right, and then the company said, well, we're done negotiating because you guys don't know what your employees want or what your... your, uh, Members. Your members members want, yeah. Which is crazy to think about that they can just... Well, we're not bargaining. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean... You don't get anything done. It's like being a stubborn little child, right, you right. know. I'm not. And doing in the that. Pro Act, this would it have would, kept them at the table. Yeah, this right. would have kept them at the table. The Pro Act um, requires a mediator if an agreement is not reached, okay. and if talks break down. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this would prevent that from just from them just saying, well. It's not, Call you know. us when you're ready yeah. type of thing. Nabisco is huge. Right. And, like, you look at some of the items, like, everybody was like, oh, gosh, you know, Philadelphia cream cheese. I'm a huge bagel fan. Mm-hmm. I'm from Wisconsin. I like a lot of cream cheese. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I can't get my Philly cream cheese. Right. But Panera. <laughs> Just, nah. There's a lot <laughs> of great local places that baby <laughs> bagels in Fort Wayne. But... I haven't been there yet. So if you look at it, the Philadelphia cream cheese is made by Kraft. And then Kraft spins it off to another company, Mondelez. So, like, if you stop and look at some of these companies, like, you have one major conglomerate, Kraft, Mm -hmm. and there's, like, two, three hundred conglomerate companies underneath it, Nabisco. I mean... You could look for days and find several different companies. I've and then, seen an image. It's like a big spider web. And in the center, there's like six companies that, that do everything. like all the food production in the United States. And then it just keep branching out and mm-hmm. out further and further. And it's, yeah. it is wild. I mean, you just think, you're like, no, no, I'm fine. I, this is craft. Mm-hmm. It's not Nabisco. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can, if you follow, so I want to make sure I get this right. So it's. B-C-T-G-M union. So it's the Bakers, Confectioners, okay. Tobacco, and Grain Mill Workers mm-hmm. Union are is the union that covers these workers from Nabisco. So um, I would definitely follow them on social media if you want more information okay. on the actual locals that are on um, strike. 
believe Georgia, Oregon, and then there's like you said, there's Illinois. two. Yeah. So. Um, okay. Have you guys ever used? Uh, it's an app, Bycott, B U Y C O T T. No. So you can. I've used it a little bit. It's kind of. You can scan your receipt whenever you're done, or you can scan the items as you're shopping. But you put what what your stances are. So like I support unions. So any company that's on strike, if you scan it, it'll tell you don't buy this. This company's on strike. They're union oh, that's workers. Yeah. Or if we you need don't to want share that with our members. Palm palm oil, like there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, Bicot is the name of it. So just a little. This kind of like gave me the little warm fuzzies to get me through my week. You know how you have those stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the railroad workers. Um, deliver the sugar and the flour to the factories that make these products for Nabisco Mm -hmm. and they have um, stalled all of those deliveries they will not cross the picket line so I think yeah so no contract no snacks Flour and sugar stays on the tracks. I oh, believe. Oh yeah, I understand that. So I was like, yes. How do you guys know how long they've been on strike now? It's been a while because it was a couple months ago. I heard about Frito Lay. Frito. Well, it's different, right? Frito Lay is different. Yes. Um, I thought it was like it's been two or three weeks. Yeah, I think it's been a couple weeks. Hasn't quite been a month. Okay. Okay. But yeah, so shout out to those guys. Mm -hmm. Try to. Try to support them if you can. Yeah. Yeah. Do the best you can to keep those grocery items out of your cart until we get a fair contract. That's right. Was there anything else you guys, with any of the subjects that we've gone over that you guys want to shout out or anything at all that you can think of? Mm, I think I'm good. Mm, good. We'll be doing CAP committee and CAP council will be doing voter registration at the Civil and Human Rights um, Committee's car show on September 4th. All right. And that is out at the um, Steamfitters and Plumbers yeah. Union Hall on Ludwig Road. It's in between, like, between um, Lowe's and Meyer okay. on Ludwig Road off Lima Road. Okay. Well, thank you guys for coming in. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot of good information. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have any current events to um, get to before? I actually just want to say that the Labor Day picnic has been canceled. The Delta variant has yep. deleted it. Okay. So I do apologize <laughs> um, for anybody that wanted to attend that. Thank you, everyone. Yep, thanks Stay for listening. Thank you.